Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's show. Picking up where we left off yesterday, uh, this will be part two of a four-part series talking about, is your training balanced? And most people are unsure of what to be doing in their training. Most people either blindly follow generalized programs they find online, or they just randomly choose what they're going to be doing that day with no long-term plan or structure. And this leads to watered-down results in your training and in the progress that you're making. Having a balanced training program is essential to maximizing both performance and longevity when it comes to your fitness. And in this four-part series, I'm going to be covering the four biggest programming imbalances seen across the hundreds of training programs that I've reviewed and I've helped people improve upon. So today we are talking about concentric, eccentric, and isometric contractions. So having balance when it comes to the contractions of your exercise. And what the, these different contractions mean is it's what's happening uh, throughout the movement in terms of is the muscle lengthening, shortening, or holding it in a still position. So to give you guys some overview of what some examples of this would look like, let's take a bicep curl for an easy example. So the weight starts at your side, the concentric part of the movement, and all, all movements are going to go through these to some degree. The concentric part of the movement is raising the weight up towards your shoulder. So you're curling the muscle, getting that nice flex of the biceps. And this, the muscle is shortening. It's contracting to pull the weight up. Now the lowering part would be eccentrically lowering. So the eccentric part of the movement is the lowering in this example. So you're controlling the weight down. Your muscles are still working, but they're lengthening on the way down. So this would be lowering the weight down on a curl. This would be the descending part of a squat. So the muscle is lengthening and most people can usually do more eccentrically than they can concentrically just with the way that the muscles work. But that's the difference between concentric and eccentric. And these will happen across any movement in a bench press. It'll be the eccentric will be lowering the weight down and concentric is the shortening of the muscle, the pushing the weight away from you. Now let's not leave isometric contractions out of this. So isometric is just stopping and holding at a certain point in the movement. So in the bicep curl example, say you went halfway up and you just held it. 
that would be the isometric part of that movement. So the muscle isn't shortening or lengthening, but it's in one position holding that weight. Now, I see a lot of imbalance across these, and I wanna talk about specifically, as we get towards the end here, some practical tips, and especially as it relates to the isometric piece that is so often missing, uh, but want to kinda of highlight why this is, is so important. And if you guys tuned in yesterday, you guys, you guys know that most training programs out there are designed to be hard, but they're not necessarily intelligent. And an intelligent program is one that addresses all these factors, that has balance across these factors. A well-designed training program needs to take into account the proper balance of variety across and having these contractions across body parts, across different planes of movement, across the types of contractions you're doing within those movements, not to mention the order of exercises, the number of days you're working out, progressively overloading, challenging your body, challenging the intensity, and properly deloading and allowing your body to recover. So needless to say, there's a lot of factors that you need to consider when it comes to your training. And this not only affects your progress in the short term, but it will also greatly affect how sustainable your training program and results are over time. And I know, I get it. Programming is not easy. It's a, it's a tough skill to have. It's a tough thing to program for yourself too, to get away from your own biases. And you probably aren't giving too much weight to how well your program is actually laid out. But blindly following a general program without a long-term plan is a recipe for mediocre results at best. And at worst, see this time and time again with pain, injuries, or setbacks. So as it relates to uh, specifically to today's topic of eccentric, concentric, and isometric, I want to highlight one of my coaching clients, Max, who came to me with a big imbalance across this area. So Max originally reached out with some lingering uh, tendon and joint problems that had been going on for a long time. And this was across multiple parts of his body, his back, his shoulder, his knee, were all affected by this. Now Max was a, an active, always been an active individual, played competitive soccer, and his training though on the gym as he started to train more, he was missing a lot of the isometric and the eccentric focus work. So a lot of just doing the, you know, your typical movements, your, your bench press, your pull-ups, your push-ups, those types of things without much of a focus on the eccentric and the isometric portions. Now, especially as it relates to tendon health and joint health, these are big things that can help you create more balance and prevent some of those things from happening. So over time, this imbalance led to tendonitis issues, led to issues of more achy joints just because he wasn't properly utilizing this principle of balancing the proper contractions. So with all that being said, I want to help you guys know what to keep in mind when you're programming this to effectively program across these different ways of doing it. Because with Max, this was something that we added in a lot of tempo work. We added in a more eccentric work, a lot of holds and isometric works, and a lot of his, the majority of his aches, pains, those nagging things cleared up within the first couple months. And I've been working with Max for a little over a year now, and he's, he's pain-free. He's feeling great. He's back to running. He's back to working out. He's back to doing these things. And it doesn't have to be overly complicated. It doesn't have to be, it's not these crazy setups or anything, but it does have to be effective programming and balanced out in the right proportions. So when it comes to your own program, what to look for, I can start out by saying you probably need to work in more isometrics in general. So do an honest audit of your program 
And like I mentioned yesterday, you can go through your, your full program, take a look at all the movements you're doing and mark which ones, uh, which ones primarily are isometric focus versus which ones are your typical concentric eccentric. And in most exercises, you're not going to be able to separate out concentric and eccentric. Those usually go hand in hand, but the isometric work is where most people tend to be lacking. So do an honest audit and see how much you're getting and then try and program more of this in. If you find out that there's a big imbalance, this is an area that tends to be the most limited and imbalanced and is the one where most people can benefit from improving on. Now, if you find that this is the case for you and you need to work in more isometrics, try doing something like supersetting in an isometric with a compound movement. So say you're doing something like a back squat in between or right after, do something like a side plank. Side plank would be an example of a great isometric exercise. So you're in that position, you're holding. Other isometric ideas would be things like planks, side planks, carries, even just hanging from a bar, actively hanging, getting that scat pulled down. Active hanging is a great way. Hollow holds. Uh, there's so many things. You can hold the, go to the bottom position of a push-up or a bench press and hold actively in that position. These are ways to build in more isometric work. And the list is, is really endless for what you can do. You can incorporate this in to any exercise, even a bicep curl, and you can get some benefit from it. Now, that being said, another if you're looking for another more advanced strategy, pay attention to not only isometric yes or no, but pay attention to what degree of movement, what, uh, what angle of the joint that you're training isometrically. So when I, what I mean by that is bicep curl example, are you holding it at 90 degrees? That's going to be one way to train isometric, but you can bring it up another 15 degrees and hold there. You can drop it 15 degrees and hold there. So train at different angles within the movement as well. And that'll help get past sticking points. That'll help build healthy joints. That is a great way to work in more isometrics. And again, it's a little more of a advanced technique is if you will, for those that are listening, uh, but in general, more isometrics is going to be better. So last thing to consider just as it, as it really wraps a lot of this up, incorporate in more tempo and pause work. So what tempo work would look like, let's take a back squat. For example, you are going to pick how long you're lowering for, how long you're paused for at the bottom and how quickly you're going to lift that weight back up. So commonly, commonly use one for something like a back squat bars on your back. You're starting up in the full standing up position. You lower down for a three second count. It's a thousand one. 1,002, 1,003, you get to the bottom of your full depth squat, not your half squat, your full depth squat, and maybe you hold for two seconds at the bottom. So 1,001, 1,002, and then the concentric part, you try and explode up as fast as you can. So you explode up as quick as you can drive that weight up, and then you take a one-second pause at the top. So that is how you would incorporate tempo or pause work into your training. So you can pick and you can really switch up and, and – change around these variables a little bit to really maximize the results you're getting and make sure that you're hitting all of these different contractions, the eccentric, the concentric, and the isometric. So tempo work is one of my favorite things to program in. One thing where people are lacking, they don't give that much, much thought, but it can be a great way to build healthy joints, but also you get some really good muscle building benefits from this because you get more time under tension, you're more focused, you're moving more deliberately, a lot of long-term and short-term benefits to something like that. So to wrap it up, 
You guys can see that the importance of having a solid and well-developed program specific to you and your needs cannot be taken lightly. And I see this on a daily basis, see this at our performance PT clinic, see people coming in with imbalanced programs, and these lead to other imbalances in their muscles, their joints, and eventually cause pain and injury. I also see this on a daily basis with new coaching clients I get to work with through Men Made for More Coaching. And people come with stale or generalized programs, and this will lead to stale or generalized results. If you want to upgrade your routine, if you want to feel better, if you want to look better, that is the place that I start. And by upgrading my clients' programs, it just really jumpstarts their results and how they look and feel in amazing ways and quicker than you think it would, would happen. The body craves this kind of balance. Now imagine having a well-rounded, balanced, and effective program specific to you and your individual needs. Imagine making the progress you're after inside and outside the gym for decades to come. All that's possible with a challenging but intelligent program. And those two can definitely go hand in hand. If you're interested in having me look over your program, I got an offer for you guys. Head on over to the link in the show notes to sign up for a free training program audit. And I'll help you know where your training program is lacking and where you can use improvement to help you reach your training goals. Guys, thanks for listening today. This was part two of our four-part series. So if you haven't checked out part one yet, make sure to check that out on push and pull and then stay tuned for the third and fourth days coming at you guys later this week. Thanks for listening in and I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.